You're listening to Cinema Geekly Podcast with Anthony Lewis, Aaron Delahosa and Glenn Bove. It's time for the Cinema Geekly Podcast, episode 102, cinemageekly.com slash premiums, where we want everybody heading these days for a mere $12, 365 days of premium podcasts from premium people. Let us discuss really quickly uh, what we put up uh, oh so recently. In fact, there's been one, two, three, four, five podcasts that have gone up since uh, the last regular Cinema Geekly Podcast. What a value. Uh, and there's actually a shit ton of these podcasts that went up. Uh, there are a fucking lot of them, dude. <laughs> the, uh, a new episode of the Gotham podcast where we talked about uh, Red Hood. And I've totally got to change the uh, the paragraph listing because I still have Cody's name in there from the time that Cody did one of these podcasts with us. So I need to take that out of there because he was not in that episode talking about Red Hood with us. Godspeed, uh, Cody. We wish you well wherever you are. Indeed. Uh, we've got the third episode of Better Talk Saul, where Glenn and I discussed Hero. Uh, so, yeah, Better better Call Saul is what, Glenn? Three for three and awesome episodes so far? Yeah. I think so. Uh, Flashing Arrow, number 15, uh, where there was only one episode this week. Just an arrow of, ep- uh, an arrow of episode. An episode of Arrow. Because uh, <laughs> Flash took the fuck off. Uh, oh, I know. Until next month. So we talked about Nanda Parbat. Uh, then, of but course, we, we got to be getting that new suit, though, when he comes back, like the more traditional one. No, perhaps. Have they I teased think it's this? coming. Yeah, we, well, because in the very when the show first started, Cisco told him he only had three suits, and the one he wrecked was the third one. So, there you, you go. know what I mean? We're, we're due for something awesome when these fuckers come back. Uh, the whole gang got together to record the seventh episode of Horribly Flawed and Incredibly Decisive, where we determined the greatest Johnny Depp film of all time. And spoiler alert, it was not a Pirates of the Caribbean film. Uh, that <laughs> actually may come as a surprise. Too many movies rated way too high, man. Yeah, that, well, he was in a lot of very highly rated films. Uh, and the, the most recent one, uh, episode 12 of Level Your Gear called The Solution to Everything, in which my brother determines that the best way to solve all of America's problems would it would just be better if we just killed people on the spot for anything, and then people would stop doing bad things. Uh, that's your video game podcast for the week, everybody. Um, let's see, what else do we got going on? We've got a couple other things going on on the website, don't we, Aaron? We've got a, uh, what's that thing? The T-shirt! I yeah, forgot I all fucking, about. I am in love with this design, man. Uh, so we've got the uh, people have probably, if you've been uh, lounging around the Facebook page or on Instagram, you have seen the Cinema Geekly retro logo, uh, which has now been plastered on a shirt. And uh, the link 
is on the Facebook page right now, and we're gonna get some we're gonna get some stuff up on the website uh, and link it through Instagram and a, and a few other places as well, uh, so people can get their hands on it if they want to. It is available in uh, I think it's adult sizes, small to three XL, in about uh, I want to say six or seven different colors, uh, and for the next three days, only fourteen bucks, which is and bonus is actually eight colors, people. So oh, is it eight go. colors? So eight oh, colors. Yeah. Uh, and a variety of sizes, and uh, it's also in. Uh, we've also got it available in kid sizes for fourteen dollars, and uh, a hoodie form as well, uh, which uh, can all be purchased uh, via T Public, and we have the link up on the Facebook page, so everybody go and check that out. Uh, this is kind of a down week, you guys, <laughs> to say the very yeah, least. Yeah, especially the news that we got was also bad. Oh yeah, I was going to say like the biggest news of the week is probably uh, the passing of Leonard Nimoy, which is. Absolutely fucking horrible, but uh, it was like that. There was uh, like outside of that, there was literally no really big movie news, Um, and there was some TV news, and we'll touch on that uh, real. I I just got some breaking news. If you guys are interested at all, oh sure, yeah. What do you got? Drew Goddard uh, is expected to write and direct uh, Spider-Man's next outing, known as the Spectacular Spider-Man, where the first part of the film will be Spider-Man fighting Iron Man, and then the second half essentially trying to pass the audition to join the Avengers. Really? Yep. Where is this, this coming from? This, this is just not... dropped from uh, from Latina Review. So, ah, I mean, so grain of salt, of course. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, mass grain of salt uh, <laughs> with that one. But I mean, you know. It, a lot of the crazy some of the crazy shit they come out with you know has been true it depends uh on who exactly dropped it the the scooper uh in particular yeah you know there's there's a bit of bullshit to it uh to a lot of the stuff this guy does but you know it it is very interesting and it's not really something that we haven't expected before we knew drew goddard was going to be involved with the franchise we know that the shuffle with everything that they've done at Sony and, and the property kind of coming back to Marvel that, you know, all these things, it's not really too unexpected to hear. So yeah. if that's the route they're going, man, I am fucking excited because that sounds amazing. So this is expected to be uh, the first uh, Sony solo Spider-Man film with Marvel's uh, help, right? Right. I, I think first the plan is they're still going to do the Sinister Six and then it'll be... Spidey and Iron Man, and then it'll, the the, thir- the third film will be whatever. They want to do them in groups, like where they do a trilogy, like every summer, you know, kind of like what Harry Potter did, where it was, you know, movie, 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 and then, you know, a break, and then movie, movie, movie. Like, that's how they, they're kind of wanting to lump them together. I see. Um, yeah, it says they've got some th- some things or key things to look for in the new series. Uh, no new origin story. Spidey exists from the beginning. Uh, new actor, probably unknown. Although there's been people, hasn't there's been a few people that have been rumored for the part already, and a few people that are already refusing to comment on it, which means they've probably actually been in talks or whatever, or are currently in talks. Right. Um, but a, a couple of those names we heard, like they were guys who were first in the running with Andrew Garfield, also. So I mean, you know, it, I don't know if they're too old at this point. Like one of them was Josh Hutcherson, but you know that guy. Had, you know, he's white hot because of uh, the Hunger Games stuff, so he he actually could be a contender for it. Uh, yeah, let's move on to uh, to Glenn's favorite universe, that of the sci-fi TV movies. Doctor Who? Is that what we're doing, Doctor Who? Oh. Okay, so Glenn's second favorite topic. Uh, you were just telling us about this. We Some people already know about Sharknado 3 occurring, um, but I guess IMDB just had this story. I guess they, they took it from the rap, but... Who are they, there was a bunch of cameos in the second Sharknado movie, like Will Wheaton and uh, which is what kind of ruined it. Kelly Osborne, 
Will Will Wheaton ruined Sharknado too? Well, no, it's just literally every ten seconds it was a cameo of somebody so killed. Was, yeah, yeah, and then like then they would eventually Conan O'Brien. Yeah, I mean like they were throwing Pepsi, Coors Light at you every twenty seconds. I mean it was it was just giant infomercial with celebrities i felt like there's more celebrities in that show than ever has been on hollywood squares well you know they had to take a bad movie and make it worse somehow and how could they possibly make it worse well by selling out even more glenn they could do what piranha uh three double d did and put the half in it that's right every yeah, but that was awesome yeah i was gonna say it was movie. dude he was so pissed at gingers in that movie man uh and so not being dead was also awesome. Uh, so, Glenn, tell us who is who is slated to uh, to cameo in this the third of the Sharknado films. Well, the president of the United States will be played by none other than the Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban, which is fitting because he's also on Shark Tank. So I don't know if they're going to spin that in there somehow. Uh, the vice president will be Ann Coulter, uh, also known as Skeletor. And Der- uh, Bo Derek will be playing Tara Reed's mother. Jerry Springer will be a manic tourist. Chris Kirkpatrick of NSYNC will be a pool lifeguard. And Chris Jericho will operate a roller coaster. Well, I'm look, at least we'll get to see Ann Coulter killed. That's- which, in- which NSYNCer was that? Chris who? Kirkpatrick was the one that nobody cared about with the darker hair. He was kind of short and had like... Was the- he the old one? He was the one in one of those Eminem songs. Which one is that? Sure. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I think Round the Outside. Think of huh. think of Sync for a minute, and then try to Chris remember. Patrick, the only picture, the only people from Inksync I can picture are uh, you got the fat guy, you got Timberlake, and then uh, and then uh, fucking Aaron Carter's brother. Yeah, and then... oh, Nick Carter was in Backstreet Boys. Who was I talking about? You said. I think it's Nick, Nick Carter. That guy right, is... He, he was an NSYNC, wasn't he? Like, with no, their no, brothers Patrick, like in, in the rival Kirk, bands? I think Kirkpatrick was the guy who, at the beginning of the group, had dreads. Yeah. Well, which one was yeah. Marky Mark's brother in? That was New Kids on the Block. Oh, fuck's sake, man. <laughs> we need to get Zack Ryder on this podcast so he can school you about boy bands, Aaron. Uh, apparently, I need some kind of diagram, because this shit is fucking confusing. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so the only other... So the the passing of Leonard Nimoy was was pretty sad, but I think the only thing that uh, it was really sad for for guys like me and uh, perhaps Aaron. Uh, but this did not yeah. affect this did not affect Glenn as much because he was more sad about this uh, CW announcement of a new TV spinoff show uh, that uh, I guess is going to be combining elements from The Flash and Arrow. I guess they're going to be. Um, uh, now, I thought it was going to be an Adam spinoff series, but it, it's not. It's supposed to be a superhero team-up show with the Adam uh, from Flash, or not from Flash, from Arrow, and uh, Firestorm from The yep. Flash. And they're going to be including two or three other characters that have not yet been introduced in this universe. Uh, and then also following along is going to be Captain Cold and uh, some other character i'm sure some other bad guy villain uh wave is it no come on not that fucking guy can we leave that guy weather man i hit the door uh yeah i'd rather them re i'd rather them resurrect weather wizard at this point uh well they get ready because uh he's coming the uh liam Liam mcintyre is playing him hopefully uh what will happen is that 
in the uh, the first episode, the superhero team will succeed, and then Gorilla Grodd will show up and then kill all of them, and this will be the, the run of this entire show, which I actually do not have much interest in seeing. Aaron, you were the... You were the outlier here. You seem you seem uh, excited for this program. Uh, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I guess I'm just not like I like Brandon. I like Brandon Routh on on Arrow, but I don't know if I want to see an entire show of that character. Well, I hate I, Brandon I, Routh. I, I, I think you just need to see it more in context, like of him, like actually in the Adam stuff. Like we're kind of getting his origin story out of the way. I mean, he was way too big. I mean, you know. Way too big of a guy for this show to come on and not like, you know, they brought him in with the potential to spin off and then look at Robbie Amell. I mean, you know, the guy's already led a, a couple of different shows and his Firestorm, the shit they did just in the flash was really fucking cool. I, I think them, good, yeah. those two leading the show with whatever they who else they throw in uh, it's being rumored that Katie Lutz is actually uh, supposed to be on the show mm-hmm. somehow. Um, so you can bet that Felicity, you know, will be involved somehow. So, I mean, you know, it could be some type of a suicide squad, you know, kind of deal, uh, that we get, but I mean, you know, it's more superheroes. I mean, you know, fuck it. Why not Were you saturate, in- saturate the fucking market until I could watch it five nights a week. Were night. you, uh, were you impressed with the big reveal of Adam in which he revealed his most impressive power imitating Iron Man? <laughs> By yeah. flying around. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's not supposed to be the coolest thing he does, but why they didn't do that, I have no idea. It's just cool to see him fly. Let, let's just be real here. Like, <laughs> as awesome as it was to see, you know, Robbie and Mel's face on fire walking around like Ghost Rider, you want to see him fly. To, Let, be, uh, to, be, on, to be honest with you, doing this Flashing Arrow podcast, Glenn was constantly telling me, like, you know, this is what the Adam does. And I'm like, oh, so he's like, he's like the DC. He's like Iron Ant- Man. He's, he's, well, he's like, the, he's supposed to be like the DC Ant-Man, is he not? Where he shrinks down to the size of a fucking Adam and shit like that. I, I'm pretty sure that is what he's supposed to do. I think it depends on, like, he's been done a couple of different times, hasn't he, Glenn? Uh uh, well, yeah, mainly because the new Fifty Two stuff, which he hasn't even shown up in the Justice League yet. So, who knows what version they're going with? Yeah. So if there's a more they're too busy Iron... doing this, the evil version of him from a parallel universe. If they are doing the, a more Iron Manny type version, that is a mistake because there is there is but one person who can do uh, billionaire playboy philanthropist slash superhero, and that is Robert Downey Jr. So. Uh, yeah, Brandon Routh is a distant sixth place behind a bunch of other unknown people who have not filled out spots two through five. I like uh, Brandon uh, Routh, man. I, like I it, mean, know, it's he, fine. He's fine. I just, I don't, I don't know if I want to watch a full show and, of that. And he, and he was not the problem uh, for that Superman movie he was in. Oh, no, no, no. He was not. He was the problem of Chuck because God damn it, everything bad happened to Chuck after he showed up. <laughs> I, I can't, like, when I saw him in person... I I could not differentiate him from his character. <laughs> Couldn't separate. He's, just, he's a large just, man, though, Glenn. He's actually really thin. Like he is very. Is lean. he really, dude? He looked mm-hmm. thick as shit on the last episode of of, uh, of Arrow. Oh, I mean, I saw him like a year and a half ago, but he was oh, okay. then. But I just I can't I cannot look past him. He is Agent. What's his name? Uh, fuck. Fuckface. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Agent <laughs> Agent fucked up Chuck. I just, God damn it. Uh, yeah, so I'm not... I, it's a personal thing. It's my problem, but... We'll give we'll give this show a shot, I am sure. But well, I'm well, sure we'll uh, give it a shot because right we're going to have to fucking do another podcast about it. Uh, that, no, I mean, that that's highly dependent. I, I, I think this show's got a bit of an uphill battle to climb because uh, CW could be... Uh, 
it's possible that they could be wearing themselves a little too thin by putting so many nope, superheroes. Not possible. No, you're wrong. I know you were saying that, Eric, <laughs> but people said the same thing about Star Trek, sir, as well. And that franchise almost died. And of all the TV yeah, but but there. it was a great few years, wasn't it? Oh, for me, yes, absolutely. But right, uh, it's oh, it's my turn now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I could I could I could make some arguments for some pretty rough years of television for Star Trek as well. But uh, that that being said, all of them, the possibility, <laughs> the, the possibility <laughs> is there. Fuck you, sir. Uh, the possibility is there that with so many of them uh, on one network. That it, you know, there may not be enough room for all of them, is what I'm saying. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I mean, t- time's going to tell. But uh, the spin the spinoff character with the minor characters on a show on shows that are not particularly widely watched to begin with, like I don't know the uh, the success rate. Uh, that it's going to happen. Flash is the number one show on the CW right now. Well, yes, but that is actually not saying much. It's not like not that many people watch the season. Like I know a lot of people that watch these shows, but that's because we're in we're kind of in that in that bubble. But uh, you could make the argument that way more people uh, go to see the Batman movies than ever watch the Flash TV show, even though they are well, in the same yeah. comic book universe and things like that. Like the interest does not expand to like, hey, you're gonna- they're also not Batman. <laughs> well, also true. True, but there's more. But, people but Arrow's that- getting close. Well, yeah, you listen to our last uh, our last Flash and Arrow podcast, you'll you'll hear a nice discussion about that. No, nah, I, I don't listen. I don't even listen to the shows I'm on, man. No, nah, it's it's the best Batman show on TV right now, uh, without it's really Batman. Good, but it's such a great show. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the same thing goes for Gotham. Gotham gets higher ratings than either of these two shows on CW, and still, that's not a. They're not pulling in. You know, they're not Empire. They're definitely not fucking Empire, uh, which uh, we won't be doing a podcast on, but it is a widely watched television program that I have no interest in seeing. Yeah, we should probably you know do a show that is widely watched, like, besides Doctor Who. Perhaps. Game <laughs> uh, of Thrones is coming up. Uh, yes, it, it most certainly is, although it's entering its fifth season or something along those, fourth season, something along those lines. Uh, Aaron, have you been keeping up with The Walking Dead this season? Uh, I am two episodes in. So the answer is nigh. No, you're Cor- not. correct. Yeah, no, it, it it's difficult to watch uh, in front of the child. And uh, we were going to wagon train through a bunch of them last night, but instead we watched Interstellar. And by the time that movie is over, you can't watch anything else that's serious. Like you need a break. So we uh, we got a couple episodes of workaholics in just to for a little bit of levity, and then called <laughs> it a night. Look up at the stars. And yeah, dude, Interstellar. Oh my god, dirt. it's so powerful. Holy shit. It really, it got over with. It's like, oh, we have Walking Dead. It's like, I don't, I, I can't do it. I don't want to watch anything serious. It's like, that, oh. that fucking reconnaissance, you guys. It's. Did he say anything? Mac- How did he not win anything for that movie? Holy did, fuck, dude, was he great in that? Did he say anything McConaughey like in that movie? Like what he does? Oh yeah, he, he called the robot slick. How McConaughey is that? <laughs> to be straight, slick. Yeah, <laughs> slick. Yeah, it's like, oh my uh, god, you you fucking charming bastard. I would call the robot slick. His interactions with the robot are about the best thing. <laughs> and while I'm, uh, and while we're at it on on the topic of McConaughey, uh, while I am not a Jim Carrey fan uh, in general, I would totally get behind a biopic of Matthew McConaughey where Jim Carrey plays Matthew McConaughey, but only in the character from those fucking Lincoln Town Car commercials. 
that's all he is to me now, by the way, is Matthew McConaughey. I, w- I, w- I think that's ruined me, by the way. I have not watched Interstellar yet, and I really want to, but I'm afraid now if I watch it, all I'm going to hear is that fucking McConaughey voice from that goddamn car commercial. Well, what about like what, what about like True Detective or anything? I haven't I haven't seen that either. So all I all what I, all I'm thinking all I'm oh my god <laughs> okay stop recording the show fucking right now and go watch True Detective. Holy Christ, man! I, I feel like all I'm going to hear is like him just ethereally talking about you know, no you have to go watch true detective just the, the instant you see that look and woody harrelson's eye before he goes to munch on that girl's butt <laughs> you will know exactly what i what i've been talking about uh okay there's a hunger there in that dude's eyes that i haven't seen since like last shark week when that first shark was at that seal island just going nuts man uh because this is quickly turning into the uh Shows we don't do podcasts for and we're catching up on now. Uh, there's a new season of House of Cards that has just been released on Netflix. Oh, my God, dude. And I believe we are four episodes into it t- together, yes? Yeah, together. Without, without being planned, either. I'm pretty proud of us. So, spoiler alert, we're going to discuss these four episodes that we've watched a little bit. Uh, so, if if you do not want any spoilers whatsoever for House of Cards, and no one blames you, uh, skip ahead to when you start hearing us talking about like uh, uh, movie releases and box office results and things like that. So we can't uh, tell him that Frank's not president anymore. We sh- we shouldn't start <laughs> off with that. No, um, you never lead with that. The uh, for for me, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think, but for me, there hasn't been a scene that really topped the first scene of the third season for me yet. Like I haven't seen something that really topped that for me. Uh, Boy. Just came pretty close. I mean, cause he uh, did, he did the most Frank Underwood thing. Imagine. I, I, I don't know, man, the, the way the third episode ended the, uh, I don't know for me, for me, the whole, just pulling up in that big ass motorcade and then going out to pay respects to his father, and then he shit talks his father's grave, and is like, "Hey, bitch, I'm the president." And then he pisses on his father's grave, like he went through all that trouble to go all the way there. Like money was spent, I'm sure, taxpayer dollars to like fly him to this location, yeah. and then the motorcade and everything, security, et cetera, et cetera, just so he could piss on his father's grave because well, he's, he's got to like, do that sort of thing as the president of the United States. Well, how I mean, about he him spitting be there on, that, on, had... that, on that cross? And like, and the, he spit on the cross. It's like, whole in the middle of the church. It's like, cross. Oh, shit. oh, he did he not spit on the cross. He, he spit, spit in Jesus' Jesus face. face. Okay, but Jesus was on After the cross. After talking to Dom Falcone. Yeah. Yes, oh, that blew my mind. With oh, Don my Falcone, God. The Don Falcone was I can, whenever he was talking, I was like, I know who this is. I know who it is. Just zoom it on his face so I can figure it out. And then... They zoomed in on his face, and I was like, Tom Falcone, you son of a bitch. I, I didn't buy him. I, I couldn't buy him as a priest at all. I couldn't. <laughs> I'm just looking at him like, this motherfucker is going to kill the president. He's going to pull a gun out of his coat, and he's going to shoot. I think he he rode up on like a motorcycle because he was in like a leather jacket and all this other shit. Yeah. Well, he- I, he's, also, he's also a bastard and a half in The Wire. Yeah. So I, I also think of him in like this strict by the book, but promotes himself as a major in the police force so yeah he's he's just he plays a douche really well the uh yeah i was it was awesome i was su- i was like super duper excited about uh uh about this show starting and there's a um, the like the first i think the first episode is really just focused on on doug stamper right about how he's not dead 
uh, from the. Which, thank God, thank God. And, yeah, and you see his dick. So that oh was, my that God, was, that's right. <laughs> I mean, it was right up close too. Like they were not shy about it. Goes to take it, that it was shot. half my fucking screen, man. I was like, so oh my god. So is he gonna god. be in that next ranking? <laughs> he might, dude. He, he might have to be. I tell you what. Yeah. Um. There's a. I don't know what. What so far? What is? What has been the scene that is that has stood out for you, or like other moments that have stood out for you, Glenn? Uh, the cry. <laughs> I talked about it earlier, but the crying <laughs> scene where Robin Wright took oh off my god. Kevin Spacey's pants and her pants, and then fucked him. Oh, right, right, right. That's when he was, they were trying to get, basically. Yeah, like they were both having poor luck with their calls, and then immediately they had sex and gained their confidence back, and you know, she started has a, around. Yeah, she has a magic vagina, I think is what the storyline is. But how, how is he hard, like, so he just cries, and then his dick just gets solid, like, is that what happens? As I explained dude? to you, Aaron, he has made so many people cry and feel like shit that's, he probably just gets off on it, and at some subconscious level, he got off on his own misery. <laughs> and, yes. and, so, and so she gets she becomes sexually ready just by seeing his tears. Like, is that how? Well, it works? yeah, but I you think mean, so. like they've had sex. Oh, but then the again, she did just bad. get done running like a bunch of miles. So I mean, yeah. there was, you yeah. know, there there was already mist in the harbor. I mean, so just pumping blood, man. And the yeah. story and the storyline right now is basically that uh, so Frank Underwood has finagled his way into becoming the president. Uh, but apparently he's not successful at it. And yeah, I was going to say finagle yeah. is like the he nicest sucks at it. And everybody hates him. Finagle is finagle, by the way, is like the nicest word possible to describe somebody who has basically lied and cheated Plot. and murdered his way <laughs> into becoming president. But it's only for a short term. He's, he's, he's kind of an interim president at the moment. There's going to be an election coming up soon and he does not want to be an interim president. His goal is or to a transitional be... champion. Yes, yeah, that, that is correct. <laughs> Uh, he, he basically wants to pass this giant, uh, this giant labor bill, uh, America works. That's right. America works. And to try to, uh, to try to gain some favor so he can run. And, uh, he is doing very poorly at getting the support for all of this. Uh, his wife wanted to be in the UN, which she eventually made happen, even though she was not, uh, confirmed. She was not voted in or confirmed. He used a loophole to get her into the UN, uh, because she apparently has some ambitions uh, for running for office. Yeah, the plan is for them to be presidents for over 16 so, years. So are they the Clintons, Glenn? That's what it looks like. I think I think this is... Now think about this for a minute. I think this is actually like the, the far right wing's hard-on view of the Clintons. You've got two Southern Democrats... And they've murdered people, which, by the way, there are accusations against the Clintons that they murdered people or were well, being, I mean, yeah. people being killed. Uh, and, of course, uh, he spits in the face of Jesus and he finagles his way into becoming the president. He like, sings I, and, he's, and he plays piano, which is not as sexy as the saxophone. Oh, right. But, um, but he's, he's hip and cool because he plays video games and shit like that. Uh, I think this is really like the ultra white, like the the ultra right wings, like hard on version of of the Clintons. I no, never... they're doing a really good job because we so, all thought Clinton was awesome. So, so did Rush <laughs> did Rush Limbaugh write this show or something like what? The I think fuck? so. Rush Limbaugh, like, look at how evil this fucker is. Yeah, but we all love him still. Like it, still... it's kind of like the, yeah, yeah. that Don Draper part of Mad Men where like he's starting to kind of fall apart. Like man, like he is a douchebag, and you know I've never like really rooted for him, but I don't want him to fail. 
And that's kind of like how Frank Underwood is this season. Like, I've rooted for him the whole point. And now seeing him fail, it's like, oh, man, like come, some of that mystique's going away, which is probably purposeful. But Yeah, this whole season has been beating him down, but you, he's got to yeah. do that. He's got to. Oh, yeah, dude, this, I mean, nothing to bring your spirits back up going against the Ruskies. And that's, you know, looks like what's going to happen. Yeah, they're Putin, they're Putin knockoff. They had Pussy Riot on the show. They had, uh, God, that was, that was crazy. Um, and Putin wanted to bang his wife. Uh, I'm just calling him Putin because I don't hard dude, episode. man. And the guy even looks like Putin. Oh yeah, yeah he's Russian. <laughs> that is racist, Glenn. <laughs> oh, they don't even have feelings. Yeah, Bill Nighy looks. Like <laughs> they Putin, don't even you know have feelings. <laughs> ah, come on, they don't have feelings. There, there are some some rivalries don't go away. Yep. Bama, Auburn, Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan State relevancy, like there's just certain things you don't, you know. Well, that explains go. the John Cena Rusev program, Aaron. Why oh, that's working so well. Jesus. I presume Glenn will be rooting for John Cena to win the United States United Championship States type, yeah. from from oh, wow, Russian he, Rusev. Probably. I mean, <laughs> is it, he's not. Is it Russian like Bulgarian? Like he's actually, he Bulgarian he's, he's actually Bulgarian. He's oh, Bulgarian. then I'll root yeah. for him. I don't have a problem with Bulgarians. They were they were overrun and oppressed. I'm not. I mean, n- nobody I, nobody from over there's listening anyway. No, no. People stopped listening to this like ten minutes ago. So no, I, oh, I guarantee this will be one of our better shows. People like it when we just fuck off. Um. So where are we at time wise here? We are at least that one guy did. I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> right. Well, we're doing it just for that one guy who we don't. Just for that one guy who emailed in. I was like, all right, we're gonna do that for that fellow. That's right. That's right. Um, what are we talking about? Uh, Pussy Riot. Yeah. They, I wonder. I wonder if that was like the legit people from Pussy Rider. If that was, I, I believe it was. No, I think it was. And if that yeah. is them, wow, they are better actors than I thought they were. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't hard for them to yell something angry sounding in Russian. In Russian, yeah, calling Putin a, a, a dick. Yeah, right. Like, it's like tr- it's like trying to sound evil in a whispered German. You know what I mean? It's like that shit. Like it's it's right. just already that fucked up sounding. <laughs> Um, yeah, German sounds a lot like Klingon to me. I don't know why, but they just sound yeah. very similar. <laughs> the, the show has been really good so far, though. I think. Yeah, uh, I, I'm great. I'm upset that I have not made it more episodes in, but there's just so much shit to watch. Uh, I mean, I, just tonight uh, after we finish up with the podcast, there's Gotham and Better Call Saul to watch, and uh, yep. at least there's Ra. Flash. But Agents of Shield is coming back. Uh, By the way, I'm sure Aaron and I will eventually finish talking about Agent Carter. Uh, Nobody is equaled in, but now that I... Now that no, now that I've mentioned it, I'm sure people will now email in, being like, "Oh yeah, hey, hey, where's the Agent Carter episode? When are you going to finish that conversation? Because that uh, that mini series is over, and uh, the second season of Shield is going to be resuming uh, very shortly. Which I don't think Aaron and I will actually cover until probably the season is over, because it'd be dumb to start mid-season, but um, we might do another one at some point where we talk about the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to kind of start catching up on things. And okay, I can. Uh, I liked it. Tony, what'd you think? <laughs> well, well, I, I meant as a, I meant as a, a podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. Oh, I th- okay, I thought you were looking for, like, my thoughts, so I was like, okay. It was okay. There you go. It was a good season. Glenn actually watched uh, that? Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched, like, uh, I watched, like, four or five episodes, I think, and then I was like, okay, I'll get into this later. Yeah, you because you missed out. You and got... then other things came up. Yeah, and then we came up with this idea of doing podcast podcast episodes, <laughs> and it just had to fall to the wayside because I could only manage so many shows at a time. 
So no, I hear you. I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, no no worries on that front. Um, are, are, is there anything else going on right now before we start talking about the stuff we normally do to close the show? Yeah, I mean the NBA playoffs month. Uh, that's anything important. Anything important. Uh, the NHL trade deadline was today. That's important. The NHL is important, Glenn. Well, to Ben. I, I have one. Even to him? Okay. Well, go ahead. Neil, well, Neil Blomkamp so. uh, developing Alien 5 with Sigourney Weaver. Uh, and it looks like the true. rumors are is that Michael Bean will be back also. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I've heard. He confirmed it via his Instagram account, which I guess is how studios officially allow announcements of movies that are going to be happening yep. uh, forthcoming. That, that came together so weird. Like, I did yeah. not hear any talks of it. I just know that he posted some concept art that he had made for Alien, and somebody must have just been like, "Oh shit! Hey, that's a movie we could. That's another movie we could attack on another one to its franchise." Right. Let's well, get this. I, I think he had had initial talks, and then they kind of fell through. But then, yeah, he, he took it upon himself and just said, "Fuck it," started posting it, and then from there, it just caught fire. And you know, there you go. I mean, look how look what you know what what it did for the Deadpool footage. I mean, now we're getting the movie. You know, that right. this might be a smart way of these directors now to be like, "Fuck it," you know, let's see if we can get something out that so. is that is in fact true i love it though like you know the, the video game uh already kind of retcons uh you know michael bean still being alive uh mm-hmm. so i mean it, ah, it could be good man like i'm really excited to see you know ripley kind of kind of give it another good. go yeah I, I think it'll be great especially with uh neil blomkamp too i mean it's uh it's a home run, man. It is taking place after prometheus 2 though i believe which is the next oh slide. is it Alien yeah, but but they're still in that offshoot kind of you know neighbor universe since they were on the, right. the different planet, right? Um, which, by the way, I will still stand here and say that I enjoyed Prometheus. I know there's a I shit fucking ton of love people. Prometheus. There's a shit ton of people who can't stand that movie. And really? uh, thank you. What was that, Glenn? I said thank you. You didn't like it? Hell, no. <laughs> the first forty-five minutes of that movie is the greatest short film I have ever seen. And then <laughs> when she... Uh, we've had this discussion a few times. I believe we have, yes. Uh, but yes, basically from the abortion on, I don't understand <laughs> logic. I don't understand how everyone tries to kill her and then not being told or knowing that she had a alien abortion... Because that's why they wanted to kill her, not knowing any of these things have happened. Mm-hmm. Sees what is really going on, and everyone is cool with it. <laughs> well, that, you know, I, I don't, I don't understand how this movie goes on from that point. That's where the fiction part of science fiction comes but in. But Idris Elba is a fucking badass in that movie. That is true. Has sex with Charlie Theron and crashes a spaceship into another spaceship. Which that is always pretty cool. Which is always a sign of badassery, of course. Yeah, I mean, Very he true. loves he loves smashing other gigantic spacecrafty things and or suits of metal into another to another spaceship or suits of metal. He's yeah. really good at that. He gives he gives no fucks. When yeah, he, he like, has done that in a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. uh, before we move on, we should probably this is one thing I forgot to to pimp to people on the website right now. Uh, Dan O'Neill's got a review up for the Lazarus Effect. We talked about this opening. Last weekend, uh, he does not favor this film, you guys. Uh, I believe it is sitting at a one and a half geeky glasses Ooh. Uh, on the site. Yeah, it is not Yikes. doing particularly well. That uh, is not a, that is not good. But uh, hey, if if 
you want something that's a little more uplifting, go check out episode three of From Parts Unknown, where the crew sits oh, down. Man. And we discussed the 2007 Hindi Bollywood film called Go. And boy, was that an interesting film and podcast. <laughs> bingo, bango. <laughs> it's still stuck in your head, man. Yeah, it, it won't. It won't fucking leave. Don't listen to the beginning. Don't listen to the beginning of the podcast then, because no, you amazing. should. It's, it's amazing. in there. It's in. go to Netflix. Check it out for yourselves, folks. Yeah, it's, Tease him. It's bizarre, to say the least. <laughs> You guys are re- this is really stuck with you way more than it is stuck with me. It's I like, might watch the movie again. I- I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, let's talk about yeah, movie it has stars. Eric Estrada in it. It's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> let's talk about movies that are opening this weekend. Uh, these are releases for the 6th of March. Um, this is a limited release, but I'm pretty sure it'll get a, a wider release at some point. The second best exotic Marigold Hotel Glenn, did you see the first Best Exotic Marigold Hotel film? No, it was a little too... How do you put this? British for me. Oh, <laughs> Real, too British for you? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I, I love Bill Nye and the Dame Judy, Judy Dench and Maggie Smith, but holy crap, man. Of course, uh, Dev, <laughs> Dev Patel as well from the news. Unless it takes place at Hogwarts with that cast, you're just uninterested. Uh, Richard Gear, Richard Gear is in this one, you guys. Why wouldn't you want to? It's go a see James it? Bond film. Oh, good. We've got an officer and a gentleman. All right. Yeah, I mean, you know, they need somebody to to hang some old dick on. You know, in one of those films. Why not Richard Gear? Um. By the way, it's got a seventy-two percent already on the uh, Tomato Meter. Uh, uh, 36 reviews. Um, It's being fairly well reviewed. A couple of big wide releases this coming weekend. Neither of them have been uh, released for critical review yet, which never is good. Uh, The first one is the absolutely horrific looking Unfinished Business with Vince Vaughn and Dave Franco. And. Tom Wilkinson, God rest his soul. Tom Wilkinson, James Marsden, Sienna Miller, Nick Frost. For some reason, has lent his name to. He must. He must have met Vince Vaughn at a party, and they got along famously. And he's like, "Hey, do this fucking movie with me." And he's like, eh, "I'm kind of busy." And he's like, "Ah, oh, come on, man, it'll be fucking fun." You know, oh, sweet, sweet cash. Yeah. So what? What is this movie about? Uh, a hardworking small business owner, played by Vince Vaughn, and his two associates, Tom Wilkinson and Dave Franco, travel to Europe to close the most important deal of their lives. But what began as a routine business trip goes off the rails in every imaginable and unimaginable way, including unplanned stops at massive sex fetish events and global economic summits. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, the, that is the... <laughs> Including massive sex fetish events and global economic summits. That it's is fun. the description. Hey, wait, Tom Wilkinson's still alive, isn't he? He sure is. He's in this film. No, he's oh, dead okay. inside. But yeah, oh, he's oh, okay. Wait, I, I sorry. You, you said I was like, oh shit, did he really die? It's like, no, he didn't die. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, wow, this movie sounds. It sounds really, really awful. Man. What are your the trailers? The trailers don't lend it. Uh, it looks oh. so bad. What are your feelings towards Dave Franco? Is he guilty by association, Aaron? He's even worse because apparently, since Hollywood now hates his dickhead brother, you know, little dickhead's going to step in and you know just be the smiling big tooth idiot that you know would that would have been James. So he, he could very well be dickhead by default. Uh, I and better. His, oh, his this dude better get on. Douche. He better get on some interviews, and he better just be like this amazingly charming guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, yeah, he, he's oh, so going to go the the way of, of James uh, Franco very quickly in my book. Uh, 
The name Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Sounds, oh. sounds worse than James. How thick are his eyebrows? He looks like fucking Ryu, man. <laughs> now, uh, here's, the, uh, here's the thing. This other movie. They're so it. thick, dude. Uh, I am shocked that this also has not been released for critical uh, review. But it, uh, speaking of uh, Neil Blomkamp, uh, his movie Chappie oh, is Chappie. opening this yeah. weekend. And it has not been released for critical review. Uh, which is strange, but we'll see. This is also featuring uh, Dev Patel is is in this movie as well. He's also in the Marigold Hotel film as well. But of course, uh, Charto Copley is in this. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Uh, I would like to note that my favorite credit of all time is in here. Uh, Ninja as Ninja. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Dude, uh, that and- is. Fucking great. And uh, Anderson Cooper as himself. Oh, So hopefully, what? how is Anderson Cooper playing himself in this movie about the future? Maybe it's like a flashback news piece or something. Because this is supposed to take place in the future, I believe. He is an ageless wonder besides his hair. Yeah. Uh, I, am con- I am a little concerned about this. Like, I... Uh... I didn't hate Elysium. I thought it was okay, but it, I, it didn't live up to District 9 for me at all. And to see Chappie not even get a uh, – to be open to, to critical reviews. You know, maybe he's just like, ah, who, who – you know, maybe he's like, fuck the critics. Or like, he's the new M. Night Shyamalan. Or, yeah, God, I hope not. He seems too talented for that. So like, did District, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, but District 9 <laughs> District Nine is <laughs> – no, no, no. Here's the thing. District 9 is a way fucking better film than uh, what the fuck is that shitty Bruce Willis movie with ghosts where he's dead. The dead people. Lady in the water. Whatever. District Nine's way the fuck better than that movie, and Elysium is is infinitely better than. Uh, it may not be better than Unbroken. The Village. Unbroken is really good, but it's Unbroken definitely Village. better than all of his other shit. Unbro- uh, no, Unbreakable. Un- Unbreakable. Unshattered. Yeah. That's how much. Uh, so, so the next horribly flawed we do for a director is going to be M Night Shyamalan. Oh my yeah, god! I've clearly. seen all of his movies besides. I, I, that I'm in. Will Smith. I love it. Love it. <laughs> Um, yeah, that'll be up after the uh, the the mega Star Trek episode we end up doing. Sure, I, I, have, I have no problem doing. It. I've seen all of his movies too, with the exception of most of Lady in the Water. I, I haven't seen the I one think... with Marky Mark. Oh my God, you haven't oh, seen the happening the, with the happening? killing lawnmowers? Oh, no. dude, you gotta watch it. <laughs> it's dude, plants are killing them, and the air is killing them. You know, it's funny we make fun of that, and but that's exactly what is happening. In the- the Last of Us. Yeah, that is not a that. Yeah, but to, to way cooler. If- okay, but yeah, The Last of Us is way better. It's got. No, oh, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying. I think it's funny how we say fucking plants, and then we're like, oh, actually, <laughs> this is something that happens in real life, and we like it because it looks cooler. Like I just, I just think it's funny whenever we bring that up. Why that movie's so bad? Yet we love The Last of Us, and we bring up the fact that it's cool that it's based on actual science. Well, here's the here's the thing with Last of Us. Last of Us, it actually creates actual zombie type things, and the story is good, and the and the voice acting is good, and you can actually kill you can actually kill the things. In in the happening, there are no zombie things. It is literally air and plants. There is a scene, Aaron, where Marky Mark <laughs> is afraid of a plant, and he's, he's outrunning the pol- the pollen. He, he, yes, there's a scene where he's. What do you mean? He's trying to outrun a plant. No, like oh, the pollen in the air. They're yeah. trying to outrun oh. pollen. That is, is, is pushing it towards him, can, and he's trying to run away Can you see it, from... or is he just running yeah. from just like a, a blue sky? No, it's say... like 
It's like a yellow haze, kind of, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Something like that. Wow. Okay. There is literally a scene where he talks to a house plant and is apologizing to it. He's acting as if this, this plant is holding a gun to his head. He is, uh-huh. he is this afraid of the plant. And oh, wow. uh, there is a police officer who I believe I am not misquoting uh, when he says something along along the lines of cheese and rice when describing a bunch of dead bodies. Instead of saying Jesus Christ or holy fuck or what the shit, he, he literally says cheese and rice like he's some sort of folksy Sarah Palin hometown police officer like they actually talk like that uh this is m night Shyamalan's idea of cinema ladies and gentlemen he is not neil blomkamp i, I think it's rated r as well yeah the, and, and the happening and of course yeah, and of it course happened. the uh, oh man and of course glenn we would be remiss if we did not mention the what no scene with marky mark as well uh with the acting acting the, it's, i'm shocked he was not nominated for some sort of award just for that scene. He, maybe Kevin he was. Chanel having to portray emotion is something to behold. Oh, it's tremendous. Like, the only one who shows emotion is John Leguizamo, and he's in the movie for like 10 minutes. Uh, I can't believe we got dragged in. So, speaking of bad movies, let's hit that randomizer. <laughs> We're not there yet. Let's talk about... Oh, nuts the, sack. I'm, holding, I'm holding it off for a moment. Let's talk about the top of the box office. <laughs> what I'm really hoping for, I'm really hoping I click that button and it gives me like Snowpiercer or something like that. Like I really that want would to be your, okay. I'd be, yeah, a I'd movie be cool that's in that. my queue already that I need to watch. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I really want to watch that. So I'm hoping Snowpiercer comes up. I'm afraid we're not going to get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, something tells me. Set it to five stars. <laughs> Set it to five stars. Four and a half to five stars. Um, here we go. Uh, the top of the box office. So the top five. Lazarus Effect debuted at the top. Uh, at the top five at number five. Uh, at ten point two million dollars, Fifty Shades of Grey finally fell down from the number one spot down to number four. It still made a ten point five million weekend haul. So it's finally gone flaccid. Uh, maybe, sir. It's uh, it's close Thank to f- it's close to half a billion worldwide. Jesus, fuck, man! On a production budget of forty million dollars, it is sitting oh. at. Four hundred and eighty-five point seven million. Worldwide. You know, there's three of these fucking books. There is, man. There, there is. How? What? What else happens? Like she fixed him with her magic vagina, like in the end of the first one, right? Well, there's no, no, no. They're not quite there yet. They, uh, there's. Oh, so it, there's it three takes Twilight her three movies books. for her to fix him with her magic vagina. Well, there's three Twilight books, right? Something I, like that. No, there was like fourteen of those or some shit, wasn't there? I thought there was only three Twilight books. I don't know. No, I, I think they're still going, aren't they? I don't know, Glenn. You... Did you like, read Twilight, Glenn? I was going to say, like, you're the authority on this. Do you know anybody who's read Twilight to tell us? No, no, I, have, I think there's three, though. Cause it, yeah, because they did the Harry Potter thing, right? There's four they, movies. Yeah, they split the last yeah. two. So, yeah, would be, there would be oh. three. But uh, that's the only way I remember is they did the Harry Potter thing. That's the only so, way I know. So the Shades of Grey doesn't end with, like... So there's still more Shades are coming? It, yeah, it it ends with her changing him. Because that always is a reality. Oh, okay. Uh, she changes so him, and they is the next her. movie going to be Fifty Shades of Grey colon like the Reckoning? Like, will, will it be a colon or will it be part two? It, will it be you know Fifty One Shades of Grey this time? Like, what's how does it roll? Fifty I, more shades. Fifty more. <laughs> is that really what it's called? Are you fucking Sponsored with me? Is that really what it's fair. called? Is it really called? Fi- I don't know. We'll we'll look this uh, up. If it's Fifty More Shades, fuck the. Uh, I don't even want to Google it. I don't want that to show up in my search at all. By the way, number there three. There is another book. I know that. Uh, the um, oh. 
<laughs> I don't know what it's called, but I know it exists. The uh, oh, uh, the second book is called Fifty Shades Darker. Fuck you, whoever wrote it. And oh these, my god, so black. And the yeah. final, and the the second book oh, is so titled she means black. A black guy. That would be really cool. The second book is just called Black, uh, and the third book is called Fifty Shades Freed. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> she oh like captures the second one, like it becomes taken. <laughs> Liam Neeson, and then Liam Neeson has to come in and rescue her. Yeah, he I mean, he's got a particular set of skills. As we and know, you, you, but you know a... what the gray is? It's the pack of gray wolves from that fucking wolf movie he did. Oh shit, the gray. That's the next shade of gray. Like now, now we got a motherfucking movie, dude. And you know what? And he starts hunting predator. Like uh, that's but... how this shit should go. So number, I mean, he does have a bigger dick according to Hollywood. Like he is notorious for having a quite big, huge. Dog. Yeah, apparently, yeah, he's just packing like a lot of wang. Like apparently, Ed Helms too is just supposed to be massive, which Ed I find. Helms? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's talk about number three at the box office here. <laughs> right? Isn't, isn't that just fucking sickening? <laughs> That's mind-blowing oh, to me. Uh, the SpongeBob movie, SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water, made $10.8 million. Uh, Kingsman, The Secret Service, <laughs> is at number two. Oh, well, speaking of SpongeBob, <laughs> Antonio Banderas doesn't need to have a big one because of his voice. So, <laughs> but but I guarantee his balls are gorgeous. So you don't get a voice like that without having beautiful nuts. <laughs> Aaron, yeah, I'm sure Aaron, he's got a great landscape. Aaron yeah. has just wrecked the rest of my week with his fucking Ed Helms <laughs> bombshell. <laughs> it's blowing my mind right now. Uh, Kingsman: The Secret. I'm trying to picture it, but I can't. Uh, Kingsman: The Secret Service is at number two with 11.8 million. Uh, Focus, that Will Smith movie. It's with- totally landed to the right. Like that's the way it is in my mind, anyway. <laughs> Focus. Uh, that uh, we should all focus, but that Will Smith movie with Margot Robbie, that like auto focus, uh, did eighteen point six million. Uh, that's it debuted at the number one spot. Uh, all right, you guys. So uh, we're closing up the show here, and it's once again time for us to pick the next subject for our parts unknown podcast series. I really hope it's something starring Ed Helms. You have no idea how much <laughs> I'm hoping for that right now. Uh, so we go to allflix.net slash Cedar Falls slash Netflix dash randomizer. And this is going to randomly select Cedar Rapids, not Cedar Falls. Whatever the fuck. Some shit back town. This is going yeah. to randomly select a movie from, uh, from Netflix. By the way, you guys, if you're interested, uh, we can also make it randomly select from the British Netflix or the Canadian Netflix or Brazilian Netflix. Oh, so, we should go British just to fuck with Glenn. <laughs> but I can we get because I don't. Think, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. We probably can't get it. Can we, we don't have to get VPNs or something so we could mask our IP addresses and then. Sign- or Ben could just watch it and talk about it. That's right. We could assign a film for for Ben to watch, uh, and then every <laughs> when he comes on, he can talk about these movies. Uh, so basically, it gives you a lot of options. You can really narrow it down, but we decided to not narrow any of it down. And we're leaving the selection range as wide as possible, which means any film from any genre on Netflix and any film with a Netflix rating of a 1 to a 5 and any IMDb rating from a 0 to a 10 and any film released between the years 1900 and 2015. And mind you, so far, for those of you who haven't been keeping track, we have uh, watched a really shitty movie about a cocaine deal, uh, a document. A docu with Judd Nelson, a documentary about uh, Formula Car, Formula One car racing. I'm still confused by whatever the fuck it is, Indian and then a, a Bollywood movie. So 
Yes, we are 0 for 3 in enjoyable film experiences. So but The last one with, yeah, ooh, come on, there was some enjoyable shit there. What about, what about the little Michael Jackson guy? He was oh. red. Yeah, Eric Estrada. <laughs> All right. Are you guys prepared? Are you mentally? So many mustaches in that movie, dude. Yeah, okay, I'm good. Let's are, do this shit. Are, are the bodies ready? Are we good? Yeah. Oh. Ready as liberty. All right, here we go. And 3, 2, 1, go. And hopefully we don't get go. Bingo, bingo. Okay. I did get something here. Mm. And, and it's you've a, seen it. And it's a television series. Oh, and shit. I am moderately certain we have all seen it. Do we, Firefly. Do we want to talk about the first episode of this show? Or because it is so ridiculously well known? Or should I hit the randomize button again? Well, what, what's the show? Uh, the, the little known 2008 television program called Breaking Bad. Oh, I think we can <laughs> skip that. Yeah, we can skip it. We've talked okay. about it enough. Okay. Sorry, I'm, guys. I'm going to uh, reset it. We just fucked ourselves in quality, though. Now we're getting oh, a total fuck. So, we are so screwed. <laughs> we, it gave us our one chance. It gave us the one out of a billion. Oh, man. Here we go. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. We're reset. Be, tell me it's, it's starring Lou Diamond Phillips. Okay. Three, two, one, go. And... Okay, do we want to watch another documentary? <laughs> oh, what is it? Well, what's it about? Um, it's called Life 2.0, a 2010 fuck? documentary, 99-minute documentary. Here is the synopsis. Here's the, here's the synopsis. Every day, computer users across the globe log on to Second Life. Oh, my God, oh, yes. A God. virtual world. Oh, yes, we got to watch it. A virtual world populated by lifelike <laughs> avatars. For a few people, their everyday lives are dramatically consumed by this alternate reality, affecting their relationships on and offline. Wait, you said document like pe- this actually exists? Like people do this shit? Oh, yeah, like they live in this world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, never, yeah we got to watch it. Yeah. No, yeah, oh. yeah. We, we got to watch it. Uh, I, yeah, we have to watch this. Uh, Netflix says it's a three and a, a three point three out of five, and IMDb users have scored it a six point three out of ten. Oh, yeah, we're watching bad. the fuck out of this. Uh, Life two point oh. Life two point oh, a two thousand ten documentary. What I'm watching tonight. Okay, so for everything we talked about this week, most of everything we talked about this week, cinemageekly.com is where you can head. Uh, don't forget to check out Cinema Geekly Premium if you like this show. We can promise you, you will enjoy the Cinema Geekly Premium content. Uh, if you enjoy this, there's tons more where this came from, with all sorts of wacky, uh, uh, with all sorts of wacky sideshows and uh, various podcasts where we go in depth and talk about uh, TV shows that we don't get a chance to really talk about on the regular podcast. Uh, all for twelve bucks, a measly twelve dollars for several, several, several weeks. And by uh, by that, I I think I already mentioned it. 365 days, a full year for $12. There'll probably uh, be at least 365 podcasts up there, too, I'm sure. But by the time, yeah, by the time this year is over, there's, there's probably going to be more than that. We are, they're compiling at a rapid pace over there. Uh, but hey, if that's not your thing, uh, if podcasts are not your thing, a bunch of other ways you can help uh, as well. If you're a shopper of Amazon, go to our website. There's a big Amazon button on the right-hand side of the page and use that to shop at Amazon. Basically, it just lets Amazon know that we sent you and whatever you buy, no matter what it is, we get a kickback from Amazon if you use that link. And uh, if, if that's not your thing either, we talked about it earlier. The uh, the Cinema Geekly retro t-shirt is available. Uh, the link right now is just on the Facebook page. We're going to get stuff up on the website and elsewhere. Uh, for, the, for the next three days, it's going to be... Uh, 
only $14 for the adult and the kids-sized T-shirts. Uh, I think Aaron said eight colors. Uh, and uh, Eight for adults and for the ki- for kids, it's like 15. There's, yeah, a ton there's a ton of color choices for kid sizes. Uh, and uh, the sizes go from small, I think, to 3X, I yep. think, in shirt sizes. So, Sorry, Wisconsin. Yeah, so basically Wisconsin and, and most of Texas, I guess, probably will not be able to buy this shirt. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, does, that have, does it come with a gun? <laughs> no, no guns. It does come with a 96 ounce steak. They just don't even care about our fucking Second Amendment. God damn, I can't wait for us to secede <laughs> from the Union. The uh, fa- the social medias, by the way, we're we're hanging out all over the place there as well. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, YouTube, Tumblr, Live Journal. We have a Live Journal now too. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna reopen our back a few years. Yeah, we're gonna pop open a uh, a Friendster and a MySpace account as well. Uh, before the year is over with, uh, all grinder. We might be on Grinder. We might already, be on Grinder, sure. and we're definitely on Tinder. If there are There's any other movie websites Grindr. that would like to go on a date with us, yeah, uh, we're open. We're not exclusive with anyone yet, but that, we're, we're open. That's right. Uh, all of those social media accounts, by the way, Cinema Geekly. That's the best way to find us. Uh, of course, email wise, info at cinemageekly.com. We will accept all of your feedback, and if it's good feedback, or if you got questions or comments, we'll talk about them on the podcast. Uh, good or bad, actually. In fact, Aaron, I think, is dying for somebody to write something bad. <laughs> so, uh, just so he can... Yeah, into well, but then I'd I, I, then I'd feel like, you know, I was like, okay, you know, people are actually paying attention now. Sure, yeah. Uh, that's that's <laughs> a sign, man. That's a sign that you're, that you're making it when you start attracting the trolls. True. When you're big enough for people to be like, I want to fuck with these people's enjoyment. Uh, then you know you're getting you're getting a decent sized audience. Yeah, uh, and again, maybe we're just that lovable where you know it's hard to that's hate. True. That's true. Um, what else? Because they <laughs> come oh, the at pod- us hard, we're going to come at them hard. The podcast yeah, for listening. We come hard. Uh, you can check it out on the website. Of course, you can stream it or download it straight from the website. But uh, if you are on the go, and most people are these days, uh, go, it's easier go, just to go. Go. Sorry, Aaron. Bingo, bingo. You're like you're like my four year old. Whenever I say, whenever I say let it go about anything, my four year old immediately starts singing that song. Go. Yeah, I'm, it, right now, dude, it's blaring in in my ears already. Thanks. <laughs> so like, yeah, now I'm like mixing that with the Go soundtrack, and it just sounds kind of. So awesome. you're going to start beating your children? Then that's what I got <laughs> out of that. Just let it go, 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 go. Bingo, 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 bingo. Go. For okay. everyone curious, uh, that's the song to the movie Go. We had to watch. Go watch it on Netflix. It, it's actually pretty okay. So, uh, so iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, uh, all of those applications, you can download the podcast. Just search for Cinema Geekly. Uh, it makes us widely available on all your devices, be it Apple or Android or Windows. We're everywhere, sir. Uh, not hard to find. Uh, okay, so I think that is a wrap for this week. Uh, we've got a we've got a bunch of things coming up this coming week. Obviously, we're going to be checking out that Life 2.0 movie. There's going to be more Cinema Geekly Premium podcasts going up, and uh, I do believe the whole gang is going to get together this coming Saturday to do that mega Star Trek flawed and decisive uh, podcast as well. So when we get when we get that new person on here, we, you keep talking about how she's going to be <laughs> coming on, but we just we, don't do that. I will I will get Aurora on here as soon as I remember to email her. That is that is all on me. I hope she's listening and heard that. Yeah. Um, if she is, just 
email me and remind me because I get so completely swamped with shit that I, I, I keep forgetting. I will, I will in fact, email her and we'll set something up to get her on the show. Um, all right. I, I thought I was in the middle of a thought, but maybe I wasn't. Okay. So for Glenn Bove and Aaron DeLosa, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back next week on the Cinema Geekly Podcast, assuming I remember to record it. For more content like Who Made Who, Level Your Gear, the Gotham Podcast, Flashing Arrow Podcast, and the new Horribly Flawed and Incredibly Decisive Podcast, visit cinemageekly.com slash premium and part with just $12. That's 12 bucks for a year's worth of awesome content. What else could you buy for $12 that will last all year and give you hours of geeky entertainment? 